So there's two core ways to control the budget of your Facebook ads. There's ABO and CBO. But what are they? And which one should you use? And when should you use them? Let's discuss. Welcome back to the Author Ads Academy podcast. This is episode seven. I'm your host, Matt Holmes, and it's fantastic to be with you today. Thank you for taking the time to listen. It really does mean a lot to me. I know you've got busy lives, family, jobs, writing, editing, marketing, and everything else outside of work. So it really does mean a lot that you're here with me today. So let's jump into today's topic, which is all about Facebook ads, ABO versus CBO. Before we dive into ABO and CBO, what they are and the differences between them, I think it's important that we first briefly cover the structure of Facebook ads. So there's three levels of Facebook ads. The top level is the campaign level. So at the campaign level, this is where you set your objective. So what you want your Facebook ads to actually achieve. And Facebook will then optimize your ads for this chosen objective. So objectives range between traffic, engagement, brand awareness, video views, conversions, and various other objectives that you can choose from. The one that we'll be using most of the time for running ads to our books is the traffic objective. So for that one, Facebook is going to optimize to get as many clicks as possible on our ads and send them over to Amazon or wherever you are advertising your books. The second level down is the ad set level. And at the ad set level, this is where you set the audience and the placements. So the audience is the people that you want to show your ads to and the placements is where you want to show your ads. So you can show your ads on the Facebook newsfeed and various other placements within the Facebook ecosystem. You can also place them on Instagram in various different places within the Instagram ecosystem. And the third level down is the ads level. So this is the ad creative that people see on their Facebook or Instagram newsfeed or anywhere else on the Facebook and Instagram ecosystems. So that's a brief overview of the Facebook ad structure. So at the top we have the campaign level and within campaigns we have ad sets and within ad sets we have ads. So now you've got a brief understanding of the Facebook ad structure, let's move on to ABO and CBO and what they actually are. So ABO stands for Ad Set Budget Optimization. And this is where you control the budget for your Facebook ads at the ad set level, so the second level down. So when using ABO, ad set budget optimization, you decide how much you want to spend on a particular ad set. So how much money you want to put behind advertising to a particular audience and a particular placement. Now CBO is a little bit different because the budget is controlled at the campaign level. So that very top level of your Facebook ad structure, meaning that Facebook will decide which ad sets to spend your budget on based on the results that each ad set is receiving. Results can be things like cost per click, your click-through rate, how the audience are engaging with your ads and resonating with your ads. Now, Facebook was going to make CBO mandatory for all advertisers, but after a lot of pushback from advertisers themselves and after delaying the launch of mandatory CBO several times, Facebook have since decided to let advertisers decide between using ABO or CBO themselves. So let's dive into a little bit more detail about ABO and CBO. So ABO is quite straightforward to understand. So let's say you decide you want to spend $5 per day per ad set and you have three ad sets inside of a campaign. Facebook will spend $5 per day 
per ad set and each audience will receive an equal opportunity to perform. But you will have to manually optimize the budget for each ad set based on their performance. So if one particular ad set is performing well, you will have to manually adjust the budget of that ad set. And likewise, with ad sets that aren't performing quite as well, you'll have to manually adjust how much budget they receive too. And you may have to come into your campaigns every two or three days, depending on how much you're spending on your ads. So there is a time issue to be considered when using ABO because it does take more time management. Now, CBO is a little bit different because as I mentioned, you decide how much you want to spend on a particular campaign and you set the budget at the campaign level rather than the ad set level. Facebook will then initially start spending money on each ad set, but will very quickly skew ad spend to one or two particular ad sets within your campaign in real time based on their performance and achieving the most results for your campaign objective. So in our case, this is typically the traffic objective. So we're trying to get as many clicks as possible on our Facebook ads over to our book product pages on Amazon, Kobo, Barnes and Noble, etc. So as with the ABO example we've just been through, and we wanted to spend $5 per day per ad set, and we had three ad sets, that's $15 per day. So if we had that same $15 per day in terms of a budget, and we put that into a CBO campaign, so we'd set the CBO budget to $15 per day, at the end of that day, you may find that ad set one has had $10 per day spent on it, ad set two has had $3 per day spent on it, and ad set three has only had $2 spent on it that day. And that's based on Facebook deciding how much to spend per ad set based on the performance of those ad sets, rather than us as the advertiser deciding how much to put behind each ad set. So that's the core difference between ABO and CBO is how the budget is split, and it's whether we do it as the advertiser with ABO or we let Facebook do the budget optimization using CBO. So which of these do I recommend you use, ABO or CBO? Now my advice would be to use CBO from the start, but I'm not gonna leave it there. Let's look into more detail about the benefits of CBO and why I believe you should be using CBO at all times. Now it's also worth mentioning that Facebook themselves recommend using CBO, my Facebook rep recommends using CBO, and personally I've always seen much better results using CBO than I have with ABO. So the first benefit of using CBO is that it saves time because there's less time required to manage the campaigns and the ad sets than when using ABO because you're leveraging Facebook's platform and its incredible knowledge about its user base and you're letting Facebook decide where to spend your budget based on how each ad set is performing. And this is all done in real time. With Facebook handling the budget optimization of your campaigns, you get your precious time back to focus on the things that actually move the needle in your author career, such as testing different ad creatives and audiences, or even writing your next book. Time is one of the most precious commodities that we have. You can always make more money, but you can never make more time. So this is one of the biggest benefits of using CBO, in my opinion, is that it saves a huge amount of time managing your Facebook ads campaigns. Now, the second benefit of using CBO is that Facebook is making decisions about where to allocate your budget based on future outcomes. 
What I mean by that is that Facebook knows where the lowest cost per click lies. So which ad set has the lowest cost per click. And it's automatically going to distribute your budget to where it thinks that lowest cost per click actually is. Now, if you are optimizing budgets yourself, so using ABO, then you don't have access to any of that data. So when you're using ABO, you can only make decisions based on past outcomes and past data in your ads dashboard, which is extremely inefficient because of the very limited data set that you have to work with. Whereas with CBO, you're leveraging Facebook's data set of how it thinks their users are going to act and interact in the future, which is much more powerful and can make far better decisions than the likes of you and I could based on past data about how our ads have performed in the past. Now, the third benefit of CBO is that it's going to remove the issue of audience overlap. So what is audience overlap? Let's say you're advertising a romance book and you're targeting people who like romance author A and romance author B. Chances are that a lot of readers who like romance author A are also going to like romance author B. And when you have audience overlap, that is going to increase your costs. So your cost per click is going to be higher. And you'll also see that performance of your campaigns will suffer as well when there's an audience overlap issue. However, if you're using CBO, you don't have to worry about audience overlap. So let's say a single person, a single reader is in two or more audiences, two or more ad sets within your CBO campaign. What Facebook will do is just move the budget towards one of those audiences, one of those ad sets for that particular person, that particular reader. The result is that you won't end up competing against yourself between your two ad sets, driving up your costs and running into delivery issues. As I mentioned, this is a scenario that is very easy to fall into with audience overlap. So using CBO, you're going to remove all issues, all the problems that arise from audience overlap because CBO will not let audience overlap happen. So that's a really, really big benefit of using CBO. And finally then, but probably most importantly, is that CBO helps you to avoid restarting the learning phase. So what is the learning phase? The learning phase is a process that every new Facebook ads campaign, whether using CBO or ABO, has to go through. Essentially, the learning phase is is where Facebook will go out and find the people within your selected audiences that you have determined at the ad set level that perform best for you, for your ads, based on your campaign objective. So as I mentioned earlier, this is usually traffic for us. And it's also going to discover which ad creative will work best for those people within your audience. Now your results and your costs during the learning phase do tend to be a little unstable. Costs are generally higher. The click-through rate is often lower as it optimizes everything out for you. This is why it's really important to get out of the learning phase as quickly as possible because your ad sets, your ads, your campaigns will then be fully optimized and you'll start to see much better, more consistent results with your ads as time goes on and things will stabilize and level out. To exit the learning phase, an ad set has to receive at least 50 optimization events, as Facebook calls them. And an optimization event in our case is clicks on our ads. So it's best practice to not make any significant changes to your ad sets during the learning phase. 
Now, if you're using ABO rather than CBO and you're making changes to your ad set budgets regularly, every time you do that, you're resetting the learning phase and the algorithm has to relearn everything and optimize all over again. And you're never going to get out of the learning phase and into the true mode of optimization. This is why CBO is so powerful because you can adjust the budget at the campaign level, but the learning phase won't be reset, meaning that your campaign will be fully optimized even after a budget increase, something that's not possible with ABO. Now it's important to mention here that even with CBO, you can't change the daily budget of a campaign from hundred pound a day to a thousand pound a day. You wouldn't be able to do that without resetting the learning phase, even with a CBO. If you were running a promotion or a launch of one of your books in a very limited time window of let's say five to seven days, and you want to increase your daily budget every single day of those five to seven days, you can easily do that with CBO and performance would just get better and better and your campaigns wouldn't break. If you were to try the same approach with ABO, your ad sets would be in the learning phase for the entire duration of your launch or promo and your results would really suffer because the campaigns are never gonna to get to that true level of optimization. So when I'm running a launch or a promo, I'll quite happily change the daily budget of a single campaign from you know, 50 pound a day to 100 pound a day, and the performance won't suffer at all. So this is a really, really big benefit of using CBO, particularly when you're in a limited time window of a promo or a launch, because you can scale things up rapidly without breaking the campaigns. Now, of course, there are some drawbacks to CBO, but in my opinion, the pros definitely outweigh the cons. The first drawback is that you do need some data on your ads. So you need to be getting clicks on your ads, otherwise it's going to be very, very difficult for Facebook to figure out who inside your target audiences are most likely to resonate and click on your ads. So it's important that your ads are getting clicks to allow Facebook to fully optimize. Now the second drawback to using CBO and this is the one that really holds people back from using CBO in the first place, is that you have less control over your Facebook ads campaigns. So, you know, I get it. It does feel a little scary giving up control and letting Facebook decide how to best optimize your budget. However, looking deep into the data and making sophisticated calculated decisions based on that data is something that is no longer needed to be done by us as the advertiser because we can let Facebook do it. And you can spend more time on other aspects of your author business. And in my opinion, Facebook knows a lot more about its user base than we do. And I trust it to make the best decision for me as the advertiser. It can be hard to not think that Facebook just wants to take your money, but that's short-term thinking because as a business, Facebook wants to provide the lowest cost advertising for its advertisers. But at the same time, Facebook also want to provide a great experience for their users when they are looking at their Facebook and Instagram news feeds, they're catching up with friends. They want to be shown relevant content, relevant ads that provide a great experience for them. So Facebook has two core audiences really. There's the advertisers and there's the users. And it's trying to keep both of them happy. So to prevent advertisers from moving to other advertising platforms, it's really in Facebook's best interest to provide the best results to its advertisers. And it's going to use its incredibly powerful algorithms to get you the best results at the lowest cost. So they are the two major drawbacks of using CBO. The first is that you need some data on your ads to allow Facebook to fully optimize. 
And the second is that you are giving up control over to Facebook to manage your campaign budgets. So before we wrap up, I'd be doing you a disservice if I didn't tell you how to turn the campaign budget optimization on, as that's what I recommend you do. So at the campaign level, when you're setting up your Facebook ads campaigns, once you've chosen your campaign objective, which I recommend you use traffic for, you'll see a box labeled campaign budget optimization. And within this box, there's a little toggle switch that is by default set to off. So just toggle the switch to on and enter the maximum amount of money that you want to spend on a daily basis. And that's it. CBO is all set up ready for you. So that's what I've got for you today. I really hope this has been a useful episode for you and you're now feeling even just a little bit more confident about the differences between ABO and CBO. And whilst I always recommend that you use CBO, I would still invite you to test ABO for your own books and come to your own conclusion about which option works best for you. Because there really is no right or wrong answer to budget optimization and ads as a whole, in fact, there's only what works for you. Now, as always, I've put together show notes for today's episode, which you can access by going to matthewjhomes.com forward slash episode seven, and that's the number seven. Now, if you haven't done so already and you found value in today's episode, please do consider subscribing. That would really mean a lot to me and it lets me know that you're finding this content helpful and beneficial. And also by subscribing, it's also going to help this content and this podcast to reach more authors who are diving into the world of advertising their books. Thank you so much. Now, next week, I'm going to be sharing the launch plan I'm using for the launch of my wife's next book with you. So I'm going to be going behind the scenes and showing you exactly what I've been doing to plan for this book launch. The ads, the account structure, the promo sites, the budgets, and the entire strategy that I've built for this launch. So this is going to be an extremely practical episode that I hope will help you plan your upcoming book launches. Until then, thanks again for listening to today's episode. I hope you have got massive value out of it. And I'm going to leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week marketing, and I'll see you again for another episode real soon.